Welcome to episode 5 of the Thrash Report for June 29th, 2020. This is the weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. Joining me this week, my co-host, partner in crime, Jim Osborne. Jim. Hello, me. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. Uh, Happy Monday, man. How's it going? Happy Monday. I am doing well. How are you? Doing okay. I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm surviving. Um, here in the Upper Midwest, we got uh, it's going to be like over 90 degrees, like five days in a row. So it's a little warm. <laughs> yes, but it's all right, man. Humidity. Yes, it's all right. It's all good. We'll be um, dripping. <laughs> you be dripping. We got we got a great show today. We got so much stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about some Metallica stuff. We're going to talk talk about. Uh, a really cool metal fan that did some great things for charity. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, maybe a, a fantasy camp, maybe. Um, we also got some really great news stories about uh, someone's got a new drink on the market. Um, and we got some great, mm-hmm. uh, great listener feedback. Um, and then yeah. we're going to talk about some new releases um, and then uh, roll into the concert calendars, which we actually have a, uh, um, a concert event coming up here, and I'm pretty excited for it. We're going to talk through that as well. Delightful. Yeah, it's, it's a great show today. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, Jim, what's the first story we're going to look at today? Well, the last few weeks on social media, Metallica has been doing their bracket challenge where they have their listeners or followers on social media select or vote between two songs in a bracket-style tournament. I think they had what 80 songs on there or something and it's final now it's done they have a winner and how they did it was they made seeds like a seeding tournament okay and they took uh, spins or plays of other streaming services you know took the heavier ones with the more plays against you know your 16 seed or whatever for yeah pitted them against each other and the winner is master of puppets so out of out of how many tracks it all boiled down to to basically uh listener chosen number one song which was master of puppets and how many songs did they start with a lot of songs actually it looks like it's about 64 so All all right yeah, so they started a couple weeks ago and did a couple a day. Master Puppets beat out one. And I voted for every single one of these because <laughs> I'm a nerd. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, some days I accidentally saw it on my feet. Other days I sought it out. It's like, oh, what's next? And some of them were pretty easy. Some of them were difficult. And one for me was super hard. Was So the hardest one for me was... Fade to Black versus Creeping Death. Oh, early Metallica, same album. That is, uh, yeah, that that is a tough one. And and you and I were talking about this prior to the show that after they posted like literally the first couple, I just I stopped. I tried to ignore it because it just made me mad because some of them are really really hard (laughs) um, to choose. Um, That one in particular, though, God, I just I love that Creeping Death riff. I'm going to have to say Creeping Death. But it, it is, you're right, went, though. It's very hard. Yeah, I went Fade to Black just because it's 
I don't know, I love the lyrics so much and it's just always been kind of a special song for me and not to take anything away from Creeping Death because that's, you know, one of their biggest thrashers. So it's yeah, man. definitely tough, but Fade to Black just eked it out barely. Right on. So do we know, do we know, and I don't know how much research you did on it, but do we know how Metallica chose which songs to go against each other? I mean, is yes, that? They, okay. Yep. It, it's basically the same thing as like an NCAA bracket for March Madness. They did seating. So they looked at all of their plays and all their spins, follows, and other okay. streaming services. Took songs that had the most streams versus the least, pit them against each other. Okay. Off they went. Got so it. It is final. It is up on their social media. You can go see them all for yourself. We could talk about this for a whole show, I'm sure, but we've got some other things to move on. That's to. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much, Jim. And and, and as a, yeah. uh, as, as a reminder too, we're going to, we'll have a link to the bracket in the, uh, in the show notes. So you can always check out the show notes for any of the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. And um, just another shameless plug, feel free to uh, drop us a question, comment, concern, issue. Feel free to hit us up at the thrash report at gmail.com. Um, uh, opinion on something, let us know. Yeah, man. Totally. Happy to totally. Share. Totally. We're going to, um, the next thing I want to talk about, which is actually really cool. So um, uh, a metal fan, um, basically a metal fan uh, by the name of Michael Lacey, he raised over $12,000 for mental health awareness and, and awesome. support. Yeah. And so basically what had happened was it was kind of a unique way on, on how he started doing it. So he basically, he was at, um, you know, he was at a show, um, uh, an, an, an event earlier previously in the year and and he saw all these people wearing their their battle vests, right? They're wearing their their battle jackets. They're basically wearing right. their their vests covered in patches. And what was so cool was that he was inspired, right? They were so incredible and they were very individual for each person, right? And they were all unique. Yep. And so what he started doing is he started collecting and selling embroidered patches to raise money for basically mind, mind.org. And Mind offers information advice to people with mental health problems. And so they, 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 they feel as though um, they really, you know, it's their aim to really make sure nobody has to face mental health uh, issues alone. And so it affects all of us, whether indirectly or directly. And so they really wanted to raise money for that charity. And basically what they're doing is, you know, this, this uh, Michael is basically created a project called patch amnesty and he basically sells patches and pins at festivals and events and to raise money for this charity now obviously there's been there hasn't really been a lot of festivals and, and, and events so he now has an ebay store set up and he continues to sell nice um and we'll have a link in the uh in the show notes that you can go check out those uh those patches and if you'd like to donate either money so that Mike can purchase wholesale patches, or if you want to donate patches of your own, you can absolutely do that at uh, patchamnesty.co.uk. And again, the charity that he supports is called mind.org. So we want to thank Michael for all he's doing. And uh, again, I think it's great. Again, metal community bringing people together for a good cause. I love it. Nice job, Mike. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So the next thing that I want to run through really quick, and this is it's something that has always piqued my interest, but I think I would just be way too intimidated to ever, <laughs> ever do this. But let me ask you. I know so I would. 
Would you, you would. So I was going to ask you, would you ever go to a metal camp, right? Like a rock and roll fantasy camp. Would you do that? Yeah. What I said I would too, is that I would probably just freak out and be all nervous around all these rock stars. <laughs> get the shakes and yeah, get well, a little uncomfortable. A, but. And that's the thing. I think that I would be too self-conscious or too intimidated to actually really put, uh, you know, put all my focus into the music but i just want to point out too that uh through through um paul green rock academy uh this summer there's a couple um virtual uh metal camps and the great thing about it is it's age 10 to adult that's what's really cool and the great thing about it is um, this Paul Green Rock Academy has some wicked killer guests for these two metal camps the first is the get <laughs> the guest professor Scott Ian, and uh, it's really cool. Yeah, man, he posted uh, on his social, and he's like, "Hey, you want to? Hey, hey, friends, you want to? You want to? You want to be in a band with me this summer? I mean, come on, man! How I just when he even when he just said that, I'm like, dude, that'd be freaking killer. Yep. So he's basically I read saying, that too, and I saw that, and I was, I totally would with Scott Ian for sure. Oh, dude, I don't think I could do it. Our heroes. Too- he is, but I'd be too nervous, man. But uh, yeah, so he's basically saying the metal camp is back and they're putting the bands back together. So they're working on anything from writing original songs, helping with cover songs, recording band dynamics, even naming your band, which he says is the hardest part of the band and any other questions that you have. So he's going to be there. Um, another uh, another um, guest at um, one of the metal camps is Brendan Small. And you may remember him from yes. Death Death Clock. <laughs> I know. Yep. And uh, the crazy part is I've watched a bunch of his YouTube videos and it just blows you away. It is just absolutely amazing. So anyway, yeah, man, if you feel up to it and you want to play Rockstar, dude, go to uh, Paul Green's Rock Academy with guest professor Scott Ian. And again, we'll have uh, a link in the show notes. You can go to paulgreenrock.com slash camps. Yes. Awesome. So, um, so you, man, you got, you got more guts than I do. Cause I, I don't, I think I would chicken out. I, I really would. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Um, I would have to get used to it. Cause I mean, even when the day we met, when it was, we met anthrax and yeah, I went up to Scott was first in line and I kind of remembered I said to him, but I think it just came across as, uh, hi, 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 Scott. I really, I really like your band. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good day. That's funny. Because so, he's always just been one of my heroes. To meet him was amazing, and just I felt like I blew it. <laughs> yeah, well, but the rest then, of the band was awesome. It's oh, totally, well. absolutely. I think uh, I remember I said um, I had just finished um, his book. Um, yep. I'm the man, that guy from Anthrax, and uh, but I had it in audiobook. And so when I met him, I said, Hey, I just finished listening to your book. And I don't think it it clicked. And he would look at me kind of confused because normally people would say, I just finished reading your book or whatever. Yep. And so it I just didn't get off on the right foot. <laughs> it was like he was like, What? <laughs> oh, too funny. Um, and this actually rolls into another thing I just want to mention. I I, you know. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not a drinker, but one thing that actually dropped this past week was, uh, 
<laughs> yes. So Anthrax has a brand new signature bourbon that dropped um, called the yes. Healer. And it was a limited, limited run of uh, basically a one barrel run limited run of only 360 bottles and it sold out in like minutes. Now I'm not a, yeah. I'm again, I'm not a drinker, but do you, are, do you, do you fancy the bourbon? Is this something you'd be into? For sure. That's uh, our number one here at the house is, you know, whiskey and bourbon. All right. So I would, you know, if this was available to me, I would definitely take it <laughs> right on, right on. And I love the, the name too. And the story behind the name, the healer, is from when they were touring with Pantera and every time someone woke up hungover or something, Dime would come up and give him a shot. Alcohol's a healer. Let's go. <laughs> drink it or wear it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Very cool. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I tried Metallica's blackened whiskey. I think I've had a bottle or two of that and yeah, that's good stuff too. It's I mean it's whiskey, so I think it should be good no matter what, but we're just having <laughs> your favorite metal band's name on it or one of your favorite bands on it and associated with it it's just makes it a little extra special and fun heck yeah absolutely very cool have you tried the indian pale ale i haven't seen that one i've seen it but i haven't seen it in the store i haven't had a chance to buy it but i've had right metallica's enter night pilsner um iron maiden's the trooper megadeth's is it a, a tulaman yep and then a couple specialty ones uh an exodus one and other couple metallica ones but not put out by the bands themselves but by brewers sure as a, as a tribute sure i could put some pictures on on our do it post that'd be great yeah that's awesome yeah, so, sure. so check out check out uh at at thrash report on instagram or twitter or you can always hit us up on facebook at the thrash report and we'll have some some photos up there as well so jim you got some feedback um and we're actually going to look at uh one of the lister listeners actually reached out asking about a specific new release that dropped um just a, a i can't remember what came out like in late march i believe yeah it's been out a few months now and yeah i've got a couple feedback things the first one I got feedback from my wife and she said, sometimes when I laugh, I sound like butthead. <laughs> so, uh, Dude, that's that awesome. Sucks. <laughs> so, that is awesome. So that was that one. Yeah. But no, we got um, Martin Cabasas and he is on Twitter at Pit. And he reached out and wanted our opinion on, the most recent release by a creator, which is 666 World Divided. So, Chris, what do you think? Um, yeah, I uh, after after he reached out, um, I went and had a listen. Uh, I love yeah. it. I love it. I, I think it's great. And it it uh, yeah. it reminded me how much I like creator. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think yep. it was it, it was a great single. Um, I totally missed it when it dropped. Um, I love it. And uh, yeah, I think it's 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 nice and thrashy. You can tell um, just the the production, the way it was recorded, the production, the tone. It just it sounds very early creator, and I just I like that sound. So yeah, yeah I, I'm a fan. Great. I think it's great. 
absolutely. So thank yeah. you for uh, for letting us know. Um, again, this is why we have our community. It's it's great to to again discover new things, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yep, and the new creators, one of those bands, you know, there's kind of a thrash resurgence of the last 15 years or so, and I think Creator is one of the ones leading the charge there. I mean, their last few albums have just been awesome, sound great, and great songs. Hooky yeah. is just absolutely nest after all these years still. Totally, and like after, uh, like before the show, before we started recording, I was sharing with you. So this is a follow-up follow to their 2017 release, Gods of Violence. And the the standout track on that one is called Satan is Real. And I just, that song is Santa. so. <laughs> Santa is real. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. Um, For all the kids out there. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. It's, that's, really, it's yeah, really, it's another really, another great song. It's really cool. And for some reason, something happened during that tour. And I can't remember because I remember I was really looking forward to seeing them live. And I don't know. I got to go back and look because I don't know if they the Twin Cities or something, but I remember I was really looking forward to seeing Creator back in 2017. Did you just spill your beer? No, I can't just fell over though. Oh, okay. Got it. We're good. Cool, man. Cool. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. We got... Uh, good. Yeah. So another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and it's interesting yeah. because I think what we all need, what we all need is another social network. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yes. Maybe one that's very specific to something you really love. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of excited, but I, I want to explore where this goes. So those of you that may not know, yeah. again, we'll have links in the show notes. There's a new social network out there called BandBond. And BandBond is a social network that is all about the metal, right? So basically what they do is they curate and they bring all of these uh, social networks into like one feed, if you will. Right. And so you nice. can add, yeah, you can add bands that you want to follow. Um, and then bands can also become an official band bond member. And the interesting thing, thing there is that bands that are official members, they'll actually post exclusive content only to band bond. So they'll do things like exclusive video content, Q and a sessions, interviews, they got some interviews up there. They have interviews right now with like Chuck Billy from Testament um, and some others. So awesome. yeah, it is. And so as with other you know, like networks, you can have your feed. You can also explore and like discover other bands that are out there. You can see other content and you can interact with other fans. So you can look at the fan feeds and you can see what other members are posting. So you can, you can like and comment on other fans posts as well. So it's just, it's interesting because they're taking, like right now, if you go into, you know, my uh, band bond, you'll see, like, if I go into like my feed, I'll see posts on bands that I've chosen to follow and I'll see um, Instagram posts, Twitter posts, Facebook posts, all in one feed. So it's an interesting concept. I'm I'm curious where this is going to go. Um, I don't yeah. know. What are your thoughts? Are, are, you, are you a member? Yeah. I am not yet. Yeah, I just... Uh, you told me about this and I yep. just briefly checked it out, just kind of see what they said about themselves. And yeah, I mean, it sounds really cool. It sounds like an awesome way to interact with bands because they were saying that uh, members of bands need yep. to, or there's a cost to getting in touch with their fans and other sites. And this is absolutely free for everyone. That's right. And uh, I'm very psyched to check it out. 
Yeah, and I think and if if anyone if there if anyone, let's just say Bandbond, um, listens to this, the one piece of feedback is while I was in the app, I couldn't find a way to invite you. <laughs> I wish there was a way I could say, "Hey, Jim, buddy, pal, like I want you to be in my fan feed." And yeah. maybe maybe I missed it, but I just I couldn't find that find that that uh, that functionality. So Bane Bond, check so it out. Yeah. Let's grow the metal community. Bond. Yeah. And there is one. Uh, this is Band Bond for hard rock, metal, punk. But I think, isn't there one for classic rock called Gold Bond? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, there That's is. Sweet. Soothing. <laughs> Soothing. That may have oh. been a joke. On those, on those, on those, those hard to reach areas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Too funny, um, dude. We got a couple things to talk about. Uh, oh, one thing I forgot to mention in Band Bond, there's also a tour calendar. So that's really cool because you can go to one spot and you can search for bands and locations. Now, again, I always, you know, you know, I use a, a variety <laughs> of sites to kind of gather that information. Granted, it's a little yep. less um, prevalent nowadays, um, and uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's interesting. So, um, sticking yeah, with looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, man, totally. Um, and then one thing, a couple of things that I just wanted to point out here in the news, and, and one is Ozzy's back, but really it's it, it, it's Ozzy and his kid, right? It's Ozzy and Jack Osborne yeah. back with their world detour. And I don't know if anyone has checked this out in the past. Um, this yeah. act, yeah, right. So this started. Um, I can't believe it's already on season four. Um, this actually started out on the History Channel, and I want to say it's freaking awesome. Um, it is super fun. Damn entertaining. It's super fun. And believe it or not, Ozzy's like, he's wicked smart, and he's he knows a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. And he's like a huge like World War II buff, and he knows a bunch of history, and it was uh, yeah. it, it's it's a really fun show. And I just wanted to point out that um, season four premieres now on AXS TV, premiering July second. And I think the first episode on that season, they're going to visit Stonehenge. So it's cool. It's educational. You get to learn a bunch, bunch about history, but you get uh, the witty banter back and forth, and Ozzy's just hilarious. So check it out, As man. As always. And that leads that leads into this coming weekend, which actually, it's kind of crazy because I hit you up over the weekend, said, hey, man, I got Sirius XM radio in my, in my truck. What's going on? Very nice. Yeah, man. And that <laughs> rolls out this weekend on Ozzy's Boneyard. Ozfest weekend and that again kicks off Friday July 3rd and it's cool because this Ozfest themed weekend tons of great bands throughout the entire weekend mm -hmm. in Ozzy's Boneyard so things like Ozzy and Sabbath Man Metallica Pantera Megadeth Slayer Hatebreed Judas Priest Maiden and so many more it's freaking awesome nice. so check it out um, yep. hit up Ozzy's Boneyard all weekend long channel 38 nice now moving on to some new releases uh, one new release that came out um, this past week that has me really excited is the brand new single by the band Heathen. They have a new single out called The Blight. You can check out their brand new YouTube lyric video. And, uh, you know, I've always been a huge fan of Heathen. Um, I just couldn't get enough of their album uh, from 1991 on Roadrunner Records. This album was called Victims of Deception. And it was one of my favorites, man. I totally wrote the cassette. I would just like wear it over and yep, over and there. over. Yeah, man, over and over and over again. And the, the 
the interesting thing, like, so I always remember them when they were interviewed in um, the decline of Western civilization, right? The metal years, mm-hmm. um, which ironically is celebrating a anniversary this week, I think. I don't know. We'll, we'll check the notes. Years, 35. <laughs> I don't know. We will check the notes. Um, but but the, the great thing about it is I remember in that documentary where they're interviewing these bands and they were interviewing heathen. And I remember them saying how, you know, at the time, everyone just wanted to play faster, right? It's like right. one band wanted to outplay the other band, wanted to play outplay the other, you know, they just wanted to go faster and faster and faster. And I liked it because they actually, in this interview said, we can always play faster. Someone will always play faster. But what we want to do is we want to play fast with melody. Like we want to have have th- this musical element to it. And I just, I loved that they mentioned that in this interview. Mm-hmm. And um, basically Heathen is often credited right alongside some of those Bay Area bands that started uh, thrash metal scene back in the, the mid to late 80s. So right alongside you know, Exodus, Testament, Forbidden, Death Angel, and Violence, all those guys. So Heathen, if you guys yeah. haven't checked it out, um, again, we'll have, we'll drop it in the show notes, but they have a brand new single out called The Blight, and it's freaking awesome. I'm looking forward to their brand new release that drops this fall, um, September 18th. September 18th, their brand new release drops called Empire of the Blind. And cool new, uh, a little bit of trivia here. This new release features guest performances by Gary Holt from Slayer, Ron Honnold from Exodus, and Doug Piercy, who had been a previous member in the Heathen lineup from years ago. So this is their first release in 10 years. I'm really excited for this Heathen release. Very cool. Awesome, man. Awesome. So we're going we're gonna to move on to talking about concerts and uh, the concert calendar. And I actually have tickets. I got tickets to a show. <laughs> Jim, I got tickets to a nice. show. I know. Um, so on yeah. Friday. Did you go to the country music concert in Tennessee the other night? No, I didn't. What the hell are you talking about? Oh. Is there is there a concert is there a country concert in Tennessee? I don't even know. What yeah, there was yesterday or the day before something that's in the news for just everybody getting together in these weird ass times. So right just on poke at country music there. So. <laughs> <laughs> always. Oh, but you are not going to a crowded show. No, I'm Where not. I'm not. I'm being socially uh, responsible and I'm performing a, a live stream event. So basically at Friday, July 10th, um, there's a show that is a global live stream concert experience uh, live from the Full Sail University. This event's called A Light or a Distant Mirror. And tickets only $9. And the headliner, Trivium. Um, there's a couple, yeah, a couple other acts on this bill. Um, they're billing it as the metal event of the summer, believe it or not, which I thought we already had one of those, but, um, <laughs> that was you, metal tour. Yeah. The metal stream of the summer. Exactly. Exactly. So this is the metal event of the summer. So I'm literally looking forward to it. Um, 2 PM central time, 3 PM Eastern time is the live stream. You can check it out at live.trivium.org. You can get your tickets. Dude, nine bucks, super cheap, man. You can sit back, eat some popcorn, have your favorite beverage, watch an amazing streaming show. Come on, Matt Heffy, it'll be great. So um, I'm looking forward to that show. Another show that is actually, um, had just actually, um, you can check out basically a mini three song set. This goes back to the Lamb of God release that we talked about last week. 
So they actually recorded a three-song quarantine session. And uh, basically, you can go check out this uh, on YouTube. We'll have uh, a link in the show notes. Basically, they play Checkmate and obviously their their standout track, Laid to Rest. Um, Mm -hmm. And then making their first live debut, they played New Colossal Hate off of their brand new release. So Lamb of yeah, so Lamb of God premiered that quarantine event back on June twenty second. Check it out. Um, I watched it. It's freaking awesome. Lamb of God kicks ass. So I got a uh, side note there that new colossal hate. Yes. Um, things come into my head one way and they come out a different <laughs> way sometimes. Dude, what happens inside and, there, man? Yeah, I don't know. I'm never there for it. <laughs> but. New Colossal Hate. I always think of New Colossal Hat, and I think of Randy Buck. Monstrous thing. A sombrero? Way bigger. A sombrero? Bigger, <laughs> bigger than a sombrero? Just team up on stage. Like, Dude, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, so that's just a journey into my head. If we can get back <laughs> on the track. Oh, that's so good. Um, the, the last thing I want to just remind people of if they haven't seen it is Bloodstock Gets a Reboot. And we, we talked about it before where some, you know, my bucket list is to hit one of these overseas festivals over in the UK, something in the UK, something in Germany, something overseas uh, in, in Europe, somewhere, whatever. But the premier UK metal festival known as Bloodstock, um, they've actually now have dates. They're adding an extra day. So it's August 11th through the 15th, 2021. So... Next awesome. summer, so next summer, again, I really hope, I hope this, this goes off without a hitch, but uh, I'm excited, man. And uh, so Bloodstock Reboot, um, we'll have more info as they announce bands and we get lineups. Cool, man. And yeah. with that, um, we'll be back right after this. And we're back. <laughs> back in black. Ooh. Ooh. Was that was that a little uh, foreshadowing? <laughs> Foreskinning? <laughs> foreshadowing? No, you're right. No, no, yeah, that's right. Hey, Jim, do you have yes, some? Tri- do you have some trivia, buddy? I do. Nice. I have some answer or the answer for last week's when I asked how many Pantera albums did or how many albums did Pantera released uh, studio albums, and the answer, not counting yeah, live one on one proof. Yeah, and you totally stumped me, by the way, because I I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Holy shit. Nine? Yep. So it's uh they were around a lot longer than a lot of I mean in other had either nine or had a bunch of releases in the eighties, but they started in the very early eighties and then their last one came out in two thousand. So they're around almost twenty years. Wow. Really just kind of in the nineties they came and kicked ass for a decade. Right. So yeah, so they're 80s ones where Metal Magic was first, Projects in the Jungle, I Am the Night, all with original singer Terry Glaze, not Phil Anselmo. And then Phil's first one was Power Metal, 1988. And then the popular ones that we all know, Cowboys from Hell, Vulgar Display of Power, Far Beyond Driven, Great Tranquil, and Reinventing the Steel. So nine albums by the Pantera. That's awesome. Had no idea they had nine. That's awesome. Yeah. Their first three were pretty glam. I mean, if you look at their album covers, they're all, you know, they got the spandex and bright colors and everything, huge hair. 
and then Phil joined on and they changed a little bit. And then, you know, on the power metal, they've got some great songs. Dime Awesome has, you know, ripping solos already. And I don't know, there's a lot of great tracks on that. And then, of course, Cowboys from Hell came out and just everyone's like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> the rest is history. So. Dude, whenever, whenever <laughs> for some reason, when you said that, I was thinking, like, suicidal. What the hell is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Too funny. Um, yeah. So you, uh, again, man, you, you got some good trivia. I know this next one. Um, what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this one. What, what's this next? What's, what's so, this week's trivia question? This week's is, what was Slayer's original name? And not Slayer, since their new name is fucking Slayer, but <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Original name. <laughs> cool, yeah. Know. If you uh, if you know the original name, hit us up. Hit us up at Thrash Report. Awesome, yeah, man. It was back when they wore eyeliner and makeup. And yeah, yeah. Hard to I believe. Just... <laughs> yeah, those of you that have watched um, Murder in the Front Row, um, if yes. you haven't saw that documentary. Um, that was the first I heard that um, some of the Slayer guys were wearing eye makeup and they were like, dude, yep. some of the other bands were like, you got to take that shit off right now. <laughs> You're going to get your ass kicked. Slayer has ever been intimidated. You go up to the Bay right. Area for the first time and you got people like Exodus and off himself saying, you got to take that shit off. <laughs> right? Like, I know. That's awesome. Just like, yeah. Let's let's take this off, man. Let's change your name and get oh, serious. So. Too funny. <laughs> so too the funny. original name. Original name. Let's hear it. That great question for next week. Um, All right. And that leads us up to kind of a look back in the day. And this one we have um, one that was, I think, one of the one of their best releases. Um, definitely one that that got a lot of play. Um, you know, right out of high school for me. Um, and this is by the band uh, Carcass. And it's their uh, their release called Heartwork. So this is 1993. Is Carcass with a K or Carcass with a C? Car- Carcass with a C. So Carcass. Okay. Yep. And they have their, their release, Heartwork. And it was in 1993 on, on Earache Records. And now the band was originally formed in 1985. And it this really was basically from a lot of people in the, in the industry and a lot of fans, this was like their breakthrough release. So those of you that aren't familiar yeah. with Carcass, they're a melodic death metal band from Liverpool, England. And it's, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a great album. It really is. So those of you that want to anyone say that this is not their best album. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I just, it's hard to believe that it's freaking. <laughs> 1993 man am i old but the the beauty of this though is that these these pieces of art just they withstand the the the, i don't even know what i'm trying to say the test of time right i mean there's they're still great so many years later um and that and that leads into one that i saw just just recently i saw um on social that one of the kind of the 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 crossover act that really got me into hard rock. Um, one of the first bands that I listened to that get me into hard rock, ACDC. 
I can't believe that their black mm-hmm. back in black album was released in 1980 this month. So that was 40 years ago. Yeah. That is so crazy to me. Um, Great album. Oh, absolutely. And this is, this is again, one of those where, you know, everyone has that person. You and I talked about that in one of our first episodes. I had that, mm-hmm. that crazy, crazy uncle that, you know, gave me the cassette and it, it changed my life, man. It was uh, ACDC. And I remember he gave me Pink Floyd, the wall, and then some Boston journey stuff too. And then that kind of paved the way for everything after that. But ACDC, great, great album, back in black, 40 years old. So how old do you feel? Happy birthday. <laughs> you know what though? Well, hey, came up the... <laughs> you know what though? I am absolutely, I, I'm, I'm happy that Brian Johnson is back and they're going to have new material that that's that's got me excited it really does did you see the thing on social uh, a while ago where they took a computer algorithm i don't know if you yeah. and i talked about this did you and i talk about this they I took think a, so i remember hearing what did they do again i remember them hearing the or hearing the story i don't remember yeah the they took a computer algorithm and they took all of ecdc's catalog and they made music and the lyrics into one track so the lyrics don't make any sense, oh. right? The, the lyrics don't, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's a bunch of words, right? But it yeah. absolutely, they could release that today and it would be a brand new <laughs> ACDC track. We'll, we'll, we'll put the, the link in the show notes because it was absolutely amazing that they just, yeah. you know, I mean, imagine, let's just say in, in 20 years from now, we get bands that, you know, they pass away, people die. Well, you know what? Yeah. Someone owns the rights to the music. They could just keep releasing tracks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I remember where I heard about this now. It wasn't the ACDC one, but someone did it for, maybe the same people did it for Metallica, too. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and those lyrics probably read a little closer to Metallica than they do to ACDC as far as their actual yeah content. But because they actually kind of made sense just because metal lyrics are kind of all over the place anyway. Sure. But yeah, I was, I don't have to check out the ACDC one, but yeah, Metallica one was cool too. That's awesome. Very cool. You know what? You know, it's pretty amazing what they can do with computers, ones and <laughs> ones and zeros. Beep, beep, I just learned how to love. <laughs> oh, dude. Is that it? Is that episode, is that episode number five in the bank? Could be. All I right. do have a, you mentioned Pink Floyd and it made me yeah. think of something. I was just the other day thinking how, you know, I have a Master of Puppets shirt. My daughter has a shirt that's doesn't have cross on it and has puppies. It says Master <laughs> of Puppies. And I was thinking how cool these metal bands put out shirts that are just goofy like that. How you know, everyone thinks yeah. metal bands are all satanic and what, and they look a little closer like, oh, they're cute little puppies. <laughs> so... When you when you mentioned Pink Floyd a little bit ago, it reminded me of a shirt last night, and it was Pink Freud, <laughs> like Sigmund Freud, but it was Pink Freud, and it was uh, the album was called "The Dark Side of Your Mom." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say something about your mother. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> very cool, very cool, yeah. dude. I want to, um, Jim. Again, it's always been it's a blast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank everyone out You're there welcome. for listening. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, and some final thoughts, and just remember to reach out to us. Please contact us thank at... You, yeah, man. Contact us at report at gmail.com. 
You can always reach out to us at The Thrash Report on Facebook. Go check out our Facebook page. Make sure you like it. Um, and also, you can always reach us on social, at Thrash Report on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want us to talk about something you think is cool or any topic or opinions on things. Anything you want. Absolutely. And actually, one thing that, that um, I, I am curious about, you know, let us know. You know, those, those, those of you out there that are, you know, they're, you're missing live shows, you know, I mean, Jim and I have talked about streaming shows. Have you been attending them? Is it something that you want to do? What, you know, what is, what is your experience been? Um, let us know. We really want to, we really want to, want to hear, hear you. So thanks again. Have a great rest of your, uh, rest of your day. See you next time on the thrash report. Next time. See ya. See ya.